Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Phone number on the program is 855-212-4CBS. Twitter, Sports Writer. Sports, my last name, R-E-I-T-E-R. If you want to talk with Cell, or at least on Twitter, tweet at him, at DCLCBS. And the phone line is always, again, 855-212-4CBS. Buy or sell coming up in about 20 minutes. A bunch of headlines from sports we have not hit yet. We'll do some mini movie reviews at the end of the show. But right now we're going to talk some college football with our friend Houston Nutt, CBS Sports College Football Analyst, longtime college football coach. Coach, good morning. Thanks for um, Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Bill. So we were just talking last hour about this um, kerfuffle that's bubbling up in Iowa involving Kirk Ferentz, who's a very, very impressive coach, uh, and his son, Brian Ferentz, who is a offensive coordinator who's not having a lot of success, as you probably know, to the consternation of not just Iowa fans, but it's becoming a regional national story and the idea of whether there's there's nepotism involved. Coach, obviously, coaches hire their, their, their kids all the time. Uh, that is common. What is the difficulty, what is the possibility, if you're in a situation like Kirk Ferentz, that you're able to move on from your own son if it's, if it's not working out? That's the toughest uh, scenario there is as far as the head coach and the son because, you know, that's family. And what makes it triple tough is uh, when, when there's not success. Now, if they were having success, we wouldn't be having this conversation whatsoever. But since there's problems with moving the ball and putting points on the board this all comes to a head so it's it's just real tough and you know the dad doesn't want to do anything but keep his son you know right there coaching with him and he knows he has good qualities but you know it's just as tough as you can get because uh the fans they're going to demand it and and it could be even some players saying hey we got to we got to do some things a little bit different, and uh, that's what makes it tough, you know, because it's all about uh, production. Houston Nutt here on the show. Certainly that criticism rashes it up after Iowa just got manhandled by Ohio State 54-10. That Buckeyes team obviously really impressive. They're at Penn State th- this upcoming weekend. How do you feel, how do you think Ohio State, as best you can tell, stacks up compared to the Penn State team they play in a few days, and obviously a Michigan team that, that everybody's eyeing toward the end of the season. Yeah. Boy, just looking at it uh, on paper, you know, you just feel like Ohio State, you know, has the best team when you talk about going against those two teams. But, you know, you got to go play it. Uh, I, I do think, you know, C.J. Stroud and this defense, you know, they're, they're so good and they're very talented. And now as the season gets a little tougher, I uh, can't wait to watch these games. I just think Ohio State's better right now. Uh, Michigan State really surprised me. I didn't think they would run the uh, just run Penn State out the way they did. So they're they're better than I thought, and they're playing really well right now. So I can't wait to see 
the Michigan-Ohio State game because uh, I know Michigan's physical. It's just when you look at Ohio State and you look at them run at every position, they just they look quicker. They look faster, more athletic. And um, I, I just think they're ahead of, ahead of the game right now when you talk about the, going against those two opponents. Coach, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I, I am curious. And, again, it's all guesswork. But whether it's Ohio State or it's Michigan, do you think whichever those team, two teams, presuming one does, comes out of the Big Ten, can compete against the Georgias and the, the Alabamas and, and the Tennessees? I do. I do. I, I think they can. Um, you know, again, I, I'm, I, wa- I, I get to watch a little bit more of the SEC, and um, I, I probably I, I, I see them more, and so I, I feel like I know them better. But just the, the little the, – the couple of, of games that I've seen from Ohio State – I, I know they can uh, because, again, like we mentioned, hey, they're they're tough, they're fast, and C.J. Stroud always you you take the quarterback that that's putting points on the board and knows how to distribute the ball. Uh, boy, he's he's playing at a very high level, so I, I do think they can compete. Coach, Oregon had a really important big win over this past weekend against UCLA. They're mostly having a really impressive season, but obviously that game against Georgia earlier in the year wasn't just a loss. It, it was an embarrassing loss. For you, is Oregon disqualified from the college football playoff because of that game, or can a team play themselves back into that level of, of contention despite, again, a, a pretty lopsided loss early on? I do. I think they can play it in. I think you and I had this conversation I think about two or three years ago, and I think when you asked me, what would you do if I was the czar, what would you do that's right. as far as the playoffs? And, and that's where I believe in champions. And, and if you take each champion, I think they deserve to be there. When you win your conference, they deserve to be there. So let's take Oregon. They have an embarrassing loss. You know, and the noise gets loud. And this is where I give Coach Lanning a lot of credit. Boy, they went back to work, and you look from that first game, look how much better they've gotten week in and week out. They've gotten better and better and better. And really, a lot of people didn't think there's no way that Oregon's going to beat UCLA the way they were riding high with with Chip Kelly. And Bo Nix is playing so much better right now today than he's ever played in college. Uh, 22 for 28, and I mean, just to me has a true command of the offense. I do believe a team like that deserves a chance to work their way back the way just the way they're doing it. They go ahead and win a championship. Hey, they deserve to be there. That's, yeah, it's it's such an interesting scenario because I think a lot of us just unfairly wrote them off, Coach Houston Nutt here on here on the show. On the less positive side, right? This is college sports. This is this is big time sports. Some people win, some people lose. That's the way it goes. Texas A and M have dropped three in, in a row at this point. What is wrong? What is going on? What is going sideways, at least right now, Coach, from your perspective with that program? Well, you know, it, I mean, Jimbo's always been tied to, to the offensive side and leans that way because he's always been a – I remember going against him when he was offense coordinator for Nick Saban at LSU, so I always think about him in that light. And the offense, it just doesn't look very good. And the quarterback, uh, you know, has had problems. Of course, he lost Max Johnson. He lost Haynes. Both of them have been hurt. And they just don't look comfortable, and they're not getting things done. You're losing Anaya Smith. You lose some players, and the offensive line doesn't look in sync. They, there's some inexperience there as well. So, but here's what's amazing, though, right here, Bill, is when 
when things don't go right, it seems like there's a few more people in the training room. There's a few more people miss study hall. There's a few more people that don't go to class. There's a few more people now that are going to do something in the locker room after a game. It just adds up, and it's just a bad look. And this is where, you know, Jimbo has to get a hold of this team. And it, it, it's it's hard when, when the ball's going down the wrong hill, going downhill fast, and everything's going against you. And this is where you have to have some seniors or a few leaders, whether it be juniors or whoever, get them first and get this team back in line and somehow, some way, save this season and get to a bowl game. Now, they were rated not too long ago about, what, number six or number seven, number eight in the country. And so that's how quick it can fall. And so as quick as you fall, you you got to somehow turn it back. And, and it won't be easy because the, the negativity and the amount of money he's making and all that – and your players get in trouble, Whew, it's not easy. Coach, uh, this may not happen. I, w- I want to ask you, though. Let's just say for the sake of argument that Clemson remains undefeated, that an undefeated team, presumably the winner of Michigan, Ohio State, comes out of the Big Ten, and that TCU just keeps winning football games. Do you leave one or several of those programs out if the SEC, if Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama all keep winning most of their games, and each of those teams could end up with one loss, which would be interesting, or do you just say to the SEC, sorry, the winner of the SEC championship game is all is all you're getting? Wow. That's a, that's a heck of a question right now. You know, I, I just got to see, if you ask me, I, I got to see how this plays out. I got to see, you know, what it looks like. But, um, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to think about that. But you're right, though, if you – if you if you say TCU wins out, I mean, how are you not going to give them that opportunity? They deserve it. If they went out and they're the champion of the Big 12 and they're undefeated, I don't see how you can leave them out. And then you're going to take the Big Ten champion. And then you're going to take the ACC champion. And so, to me, the, in that scenario, it's almost got to be it's one. You get one SEC team. But, uh, again, you like to see, you know, what it looks like when you when you watch these last few games. That's why I love this part of this time coming up is as we leave October and we get into November because that's when we all remember is these last four weeks, you know, uh, everything gets really important. Coach, last question for you. We'll probably have some – we'll be a lot further toward clarity on November 5th after Tennessee plays Georgia. But right now, best guess – Who's the best team in the SEC, which I would presume for, for most of us would, would make that answer the best team in, in America? Whew. Best team in the SEC. You know, what's what's really difficult right now is uh, Tennessee has has looked so good, and I I, I love Hendon Hooker. I, I love what he's doing. I love what Josh Heupel's doing. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, these guys are fun to watch. I don't know how good they are on defense. Now, there's some good athletes. They do a good job. But we got to remember, you know, we don't talk too much, Bill, about a guy like Bryce Young. He threw for 455 yards on him. He threw for 455 yards, and his team had like 569 yards of offense. And so I, I just don't know if you can say Tennessee's the best team right now. Now, I can't wait to see the Tennessee-Georgia game and see how that how that – plays out and I still got a lot of confidence in Georgia 
Uh, Stetson Bennett, I, I keep looking, even though they've been a little inconsistent, uh, they haven't had Jalen Carter. Keep your eye on him. Now, he's a difference maker in the defensive line, a big-time difference maker. So let's see what happens there as far as getting health, getting everybody healthy, because, you know, we we, we saw the first game that or, uh, Georgia played Oregon, and, I mean, after losing 15 first-round uh, first NFL draft choices, whatever it was, you got to think, well, uh, Georgia's going to take a really step backwards now. But the way they came out of the shoot, beating Oregon, I think, my gosh, all Kirby did was just reload this thing. And so I got a lot of confidence. When I watched Georgia, I know they've had some down games. Missouri probably should have beat them, uh, but they didn't. And so they found a way to win. And so I, I just I can't wait till it finishes out. So I'm I'm kind of dodging your question right now because I don't know. <laughs> hey, I would dodge it too. It's going to be so much fun in a couple weeks that Georgia Tennessee game. Coach, as always, man, love talking some some football with you. Thanks for thanks for making time for for us in the audience. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you, Houston Nut, on the show. I say this every time that that he's on, or or many of the times. Now, this is one of the cool things about being a radio host. I um, came out of college at the University of Missouri, was a newspaper writer, and had a bunch of I had a chance to move to Hong Kong, but then they told me I was going to have to live on some island and take a ferry because they were going to pay me so I don't know anything about I don't know how much things cost. Like this is this much money, and you live on an island an hour away. Like okay, can't afford that. And um, turned down a job in Chicago and. Would have gotten a job offer in Baltimore, but did I ever tell this story in the air where I went to order room service, didn't know what I was doing, ordered like $500 in food? Oh, yeah, I heard yeah. that one. That was a bad one. That was a bad one. And uh, so I went to Arkansas. <laughs> and I had a great experience there, but Houston Nutt was the coach, and I was just, he was just like a, he was great at his job and charismatic, and I was just from a distance, I didn't cover, even, I didn't cover sports then, I covered politics. I just liked the guy, and so it's cool to have him on. He's... He's got a good memory, man, because that was a question from two or three years ago. I'm impressed. I mean, I wasn't working with you then, but I saw your face go, wow, Coach yeah. Coach has great recall there. Great recall. He's like the D-cell of college coaching. Why are you wrong? I was giving you a compliment. No, that's sarcasm. That no. is sarcasm. In, come on. Embrace your inner Snoopy. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. Eight five. I know that the phone number here is eight five five two one two four CBS. What's um? Give me a little tease here. What's in? What's in uh, buy or sell? What are some of the topics we're hitting? It's a Snoopy level buy or sell. Ooh. Is there any soccer? Uh, we hit a little soccer last hour. Okay. Is there any NFL? Uh there's lots of NFL. Any NBA? Oh yeah. Got some baseball? Absolutely. It's all happening next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. What's going on, guys? How we doing? Everything great? How we feeling? Bogey, you good? You know I'm doing great. It's hump day. Boganator. How, how, how's that sitting? It's not sitting well. I like it. I feel like it's percolated into a place of acceptance. For you. For many people who love it. I've only seen people telling you on Twitter that it's not your best work. Several people have said via Facebook privately, ah. you're a golden god of reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, I don't know what's going on, but he had a glint in his eye. D cell is a very special buy or sell for us. You want to? You want to buckle up and get into it together? I mean, I've heard that before, but whatever. Sure, let's do it. All right. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, let's get right to it. Yesterday, we discussed at length the Patriots' newfound quarterback controversy. Yes, Bogus, we are talking about it yet again. Between Mac Jones and Bogus, your favorite player, Bailey Zappi. Now, however, New England's leading wide receiver this season, Jacoby Myers, was caught off guard by the QB change Monday night, telling Mass Live, quote, I would say it's a shock, but we don't really have time to focus on it too much, end quote. Buy or sell Jacoby Myers' quote makes you confident the Patriots will actually go back to Mac Jones this Sunday against the Jets. Bogey, do you want to take this one, Boganator? I don't. feel like I'm being set up here. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a zap. Ooh. Ooh. Was that diesel? That was I'm going to buy my own joke there. You should. Good for you. Buy it all you want. You do you. Um, if the wide receiver, if your leading wide receiver I is will, shocked, I will sell. Here's why. Sell. If he's shocked, it wasn't part of the original plan. And Bill Belichick lied to all of us when he said I told both quarterbacks that this is what was going to happen. If it's part of the plan, wouldn't the other parts of the team know this is part of the plan? And doesn't it give you some insight that if he's shocked, that means he thinks Mac Jones is that much better than Bailey Zappi? I think it's he didn't see it coming, which means I think Bill Belichick was like, I can't, oh, my God, Mac Jones sucks. Panic see, oh, I think it is also plausible that the quarterbacks knew and maybe, like, the center knew 
But if you told everybody, that increases the chance of a leak. Although I believe there were whispers in New England last week in the Boston media that this might have happened. But it's possible he didn't tell everybody to try to keep it a secret from the outside world. I like all this. How does that work, though? You tell your quarterbacks, you tell your setter, and do you also have to tell them keep it to yourself? Yeah. That doesn't work. I mean, just yeah, think about it. Like, I'm, you can't I'm, keep secrets. I'm a little skeptical as well. Um, it just seems to me like I think Bill Belichick had a plan to go with Mac Jones, and then he saw three series and thought, oh, bleep. It's zap time. Let's zap these guys. Zap, zap. Bye. Zap. It's such a good... He needs to make it just for the name opportunities. That's why everybody likes him. If his name was... Oh, it has you know, nothing to do with winning games. The the name enhances the love, increases the love. He had a regular name. He had a boring name. His name was John Ford. People would care less about him. Not Not the fact that he won his first two starts as a starting quarterback. The name helps. Or that he... Forced overtime in Green Bay. Man, you love that, huh? I mean, he did it. He, he forced did it. overtime in Green Bay. He didn't know he was going to be playing that day. He came in for Brian Hoyer, who got a concussion. Sure. And he's, he's a winner. He's, he's forced overtime. All I want you to do is Maybe. give him his proper due. He's played well. Yes, he played very poorly in the second half against the Bears. There's no way around that. Right, but that's, but that's my objection to him in general. There's a reason why... He was not recruited out of high school. There's a reason why he made it only to FBS at Western Kentucky. It's why he lasted to the fourth round. He's he's going to give you good throws, but he's also going to give you garbage. Neither one of them apparently is the answer in New England. That's not fair. We're going to judge him off high school and because he didn't get recruited to a Power 5 I, school? Yeah. I'm That's gonna, not I'm, fair. How is it not fair? Why it's reality. Why can't we judge him on what he's doing right now in the NFL? Because you've only, you've only seen two and a half games and it's been... after five years <laughs> of multiple football people making decisions about him. And what we've seen in the NFL has been more good than bad. I mean, but so I'm gonna I'm going to make this hyper 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 local. I'm gonna see another Fordham football game soon. Do you know do you know the name of Fordham's quarterback? No, why would I? Because he's the best quarterback in FCS, and you know what he is? Barely draftable in the NFL. There's a reason why those guys are there. There's a reason why Bailey Zappi went to FCS and then Western Kentucky, and why. Three rounds of a draft happened without his name being called. That's the deeper history than two and a half good games, including getting to overtime in Lambeau. Hold me up. I have more topics to get to. I just feel like I just feel like D sells ahead in this one. Got one. <laughs> Finally got one. All right, we've already seen the Carolina Panthers make multiple trades, moving Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. There's plenty of other rumors swirling around the NFL, like running back Cam Akers, who's fallen out of favor with the Rams, and Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, who has struggled at the start of this season, among others. Buy or sell, you expect blockbuster trades in the NFL ahead of Tuesday's trade deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern. Blockbuster trades. It's a new age in the NFL. Lots of trades. Who are the remaining sellers? The thing is, there's so many teams that are packed together. Seems like you have more buyers than sellers, and that speaks to the parity in the league. Does anyone need Matt Ryan? I don't think so. 
Packers. Just kidding. <laughs> little joke there. I mean, Cam uh, Akers is still tradable in your neck of the woods in California true. for the Rams. Uh, I think it? the I think your Bears could still trade Roquan Smith. No, we're in it, man. What are you talking about? We're in this thing. You're in what? We're in the division race. We're three and four, and the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. So six and one's not, or five and one's not safe. Whatever they're at, six and one, <laughs> we're in it. What do you mean? What are you laughing at? We're in it, baby. You're right. I, I forgot. My my bad. My B. So saw a buddy of mine yesterday. His name's Bill. He's the other Bill from Iowa uh, at a, at an event, school event, and he walked up to me and just looked miserable. And I said, uh, "Do you want to feel worse about your Packers team?" And he said, "No." And I said, "You guys have the same team. The record is the Bears." And the cold water effect on his soul was marvelous. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end of my story. Did I answer your question? Sell. I don't think there's going to be a lot of blockbuster trades. Sell. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Now, on Monday, we discussed Zion Williamson's hip and back injury that he sustained on a failed dunk attempt on Sunday. As we feared, despite Bogish's guarantee that Zion would play, he did not in the Pelicans' win last night over the Mavericks. By ourselves, we won't see Zion Williamson for an extended period of time now. You make me lean in. I mean, bye. I just... Bye. Bye. You ask me if Anthony Davis or Zion Williamson or Humpty Dumpty are more or less likely to be out for a while, I'm going to go with broken. It just feels like once they miss that first game, there's no telling when they come back. Buy or sell, Zion can win from Anthony Davis the moniker Humpty Dumpty. Bye. Uh, that was me. Yeah, I, I have a really terrible feeling about this. Uh, it, they said it was a hip and back contusion. I think it's going to be a while before we see him. It is a it is a it is a bummer, man. Like watching these guys get hurt, it's just a, it's a it sucks. Bill, you weren't here. I admitted my I was wrong at the last update because I'm an adult and I have accountability, <laughs> and therefore I I. I have to abstain from this follow-up conversation because clearly I'm no longer plugged in with the Zion machine, and I don't know when he's going to be back. Maybe his hip is broken, like D-Cell thinks. You did get a little judgy with me the other day because I think what you said was he's going to play in the next game. I definitely said that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I wish wish you'd been right. I just – he's so good, man, but he just – I think for me, the thing on Zion is not just the injuries. It's just every part of his body has, has been hurt. Like, it's not like it's a, a knee, right, or a back, and you can work on that one thing and overcome it. He's just, it's a domino effect of different injuries over the course of his career. At least this one is more obvious. I mean, he got right. under, not undercut, but he's in the air, got knocked straight to the court with a lot of right. Zion falling on his hip. Like, this, we Fair. saw it. It makes sense. And as long as he's back soonish it's just a regular thing what is soonish though with zion these days like what is soonish uh i don't know i don't have their schedule in front of me but and what's today wednesday we'll just put just put like like a number on a number of games he's going to miss i'm trying i'm just i'm just backtracking this happened sunday night he missed a game i would like him back by a week from a week from now if he's not back by the middle of next week then you can do whatever you want with his fragility fragility yeah. Nice. That's a good word. Is it a, is the right word, correct? It is a word that yeah, exists? I, okay. I, I, I like it. Yeah, no, no. It's just... Yeah, yeah. 
don't know why it surprised me so much. Thank you. All right. Speaking of NBA stars not playing, Kawhi Leonard dressed last night for the Clippers but did not play in their loss to the Thunder because Kawhi is experiencing knee stiffness. Now, as we know, Kawhi is coming off an ACL injury that caused him to miss all of last season. Now, the Claw has played in two of LA's four games thus far, coming off the bench in both and playing just 21 minutes in both of those games. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell Kawhi Leonard will play enough this season for the Clippers to be an elite team. (sighs) I thought they were going to be. I just, I mean, I thought it until now, and maybe I'm overreacting, but sell, it's the same. Sell. Right? History's a guide. It's the same fear here. It's the same exact fear we have with Zion. Once he doesn't play in a game, there's no telling when he's coming back. It's not great. It's really not great. It's not... I mean, these are multiple stars of such a high level. I'm including Anthony Davis because there's a history, and I think it'll continue, of just... It's one of the things about LeBron that's, you know, it's a cliche, but the best abilities, availability, it's amazing. The guy's always out there. All right, let's get to some baseball here. The San Francisco Giants are coming off a disappointing 81-81 season after they won 107 games back in 2021. Yet according to one report from NJ.com, the Giants will, quote, do whatever it takes to sign Aaron Judge in free agency this offseason. Now, Aaron Judge, of course, is from Northern California and grew up a Giants fan. Buy or sell the Giants having a realistic chance of signing Aaron Judge? Bye. Bye. I mean, they have four anxieties that... He's not in the GM, right? He's like the president of baseball operations. Whatever. He runs baseball ops. They have real aspirations. They took a step back. The Dodgers are the Dodgers. The Padres obviously had a really nice run. What is, what's the vibe in New York? What what do New Yorkers, the rational ones, th- where do they think he's going? Because I know it's like Yankees, Mets, Giants, Dodgers, and someone else that are the five teams that that have the best odds. Well, the irrational ones have talked themselves into him being able to go because he didn't play well in the postseason and they didn't play well in the postseason. Uh, But the rational ones, I still think, believe the Yankees will not let him get away. Just pay the money you have to pay. $40 million a year. Yeah. $45 million a year. Yes. I'm not even a Yankee fan, but I guess I'm the irrational one. I think he's gone. And I think every team who comes correct with an offer has a chance to get this guy. Comes correct. All right. Yeah. Comes correct. I mean, we saw what the Yankees offered last year. What? Seven years, $213.5 million. Like, it's going to take considerable more than that to sign him. But if you're the Giants, if you're the Red Sox, if you're the Mets, if you're any other team who's willing to pay, I think you have a realistic chance of getting Aaron Judge. I think that I think that I think the Giants are really, really interesting, right? I just I think it's a really inter- that's the the name that jumped off the page when I saw the odds a day ago. I love it. I would still believe that the Yankees can outbid them. At some point, the Giants would not go more than a dollar past the Yankees, or the Yankees went completely nuclear, but. They can stick with him and make the Yankees sweat it. Now, none of us are Yankees fans here. We just saw the wide gap that is between the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees given that four-game sweep. 
Aaron Judge is 30 years old. I know how great he is. Would you pay that if you're the Yankees when you know you have so many other holes to fill? And I know money is no object to the Yankees, or at least yes. that's how it well, that's how it used to be. So my buddy, my buddy listener Bryce, who's like a really nice guy, extremely rational Phillies fan, apparently not, sent me this crazy like. Somebody dug up that I didn't like the Bryce Harper contract from four, th- whatever three years ago from when I had a TV show, and, and Bryce sent me this crazy, angry, like, how dare you? How can you say that Bryce Harper's not with the contract still? His AV is one of my men who cares about the year. He's set up his contract over that many. It just goes on. And I wrote back, bro, I'm pretty sure you produced that segment three or four years ago. <laughs> but he did point out the judge apparently is the same age as, uh, as Bryce Harper. And presumably the contract is not going to be for 10 years. What is Aaron Judge going to ask for, do we think, years-wise? I mean, he's 31. I would Five? think it's at least eight. Oh. See, I'm, that's the other thing. It's like, I'm not... I'm not giving that guy eight years at 40 mil. Are you? I'll be the, I'll be the crazy one. I'm not years? going anywhere near that. No way. He's what not going to be great four years from now. Probably. What the Yankees offered prior to him hitting 62 homers was a very fair contract and i still think it's fair but no way he's signing it now given the season he just had no thank you yeah i would go if i could get it five or six years i could go past 40 i'm with you on that here yes 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 whatever five times 45 is i could do that it's a lot yeah just did it in my head 90 and 90 is 180 so it's like 225 i could do that But there's no way he's signing that. No, I know. So eight becomes tough to swallow, but the Yankees kind of have to do it. If he gets an eight- or nine-year deal, who's going to be worse in the last two years of their their deals? Bryce Harper or Aaron Judge? Are they the same age? Yeah, apparently they are, according to my angry former producer. No, I mean, like, so, so, and Harper has... Nine years left over this I one. I think so. So let's let's put them on the same track. Right. Yeah. Bryce just turned thirty last week, and Judge turned thirty-one this year. Judge turns thirty-one. No, he's thirty. He just turned thirty. Oh, my Maple. bad. Same age. So I would, I would take a thirty-nine-year-old Aaron Judge over a thirty-nine-year-old Bryce Harper. Oh, I take the Har- Bryce Harper. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Although I don't really know why. But I, my head went to Harper. I yeah. think I believe that because he's a prodigy, it'll last longer. I think that's the gist of it. And, and I don't mean an exact comparison, but Aaron Judge at 39 could be Nelson Cruz, still hitting a ton of home runs as somebody's right. DH. Harper seems to need his athleticism more to be successful, which he wouldn't have theoretically at 39. The Nelson Cruz comp is a great one. Gets on base, hits a bunch of home runs. You know, eats whatever he wants, doesn't need to move very fast. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah I'll take yeah, it. Maybe. Yeah. Still wouldn't be worth $45 million at 39, but. No, it won't. It'd be. Those, might those be 28 useful. homers. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Let's finish up with some hockey here because you know we are known as Blue a shirts. hockey show. Let's give the people what they want. Vegas Golden Knights forward Phil Kessel is the NHL's uh... new Iron Man. Kessel played at his 990th consecutive game last night. Buy or sell being impressed by consecutive game streaks, regardless of the sport. Sell. 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 I'm, only, 
Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Rangers fan. I'm only impressed by Rangers things. Avalanche. Yeah, it's, there's not much to be impressed with at the moment, but just no. hang in there. It's just uh, it's three games. Exciting, no though. Big I deal. watched them. Exciting. It was exciting. Sure. The end. Availability yeah. is your best ability. 990 consecutive games played. Don't care. All right. I mean, look, Cal Ripken kind of like that's the one that that's it. That's the that's the record. Iron Man. I mean, look at Stu Kovacs. He takes an opposite approach to those guys, and he's still just humming along. He's not the only no. one here. No, you like who? Uh, some other employees here. You want to name them? They shall remain nameless. Not by me. All right. Um, Mike Sandra. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number here on the show. Bogus. Not making eye contact with the camera doesn't change anything. Let's uh, let's do some mini movie reviews. Do you remember your movie? D-Cell's got a movie he's going to review if he remembers which one he watched in the last three weeks. It's all coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Decel, I have a dilemma. I'm hosting a, um, an, a, a live chat for Bayern Barca today, Champions League. Now, that game may not mean anything to Barcelona. Probably won't unless uh, Victor Pleasen, I think I'm saying it wrong, uh, can get a result of any kind against Inter, at which point Barcelona's already eliminated from the next round, as you know. Sucker! But they're playing for pride. I'm putting my bets together. I'm going to just completely fade my own team. So I'm going to be in this weird position where I'm going to be emotionally rooting to lose money. But that's where we are. How's that going to go over in the chat? I mean, I guess I we'll find out. But, like, are people going to be with you on that front? I think I'm going to throw in some, like, fun Barcelona parlays just to try to have an outside chance of being wrong but being oh so happy and still making some money. Yeah, kind of hedge your bet there. A little, a little, a little bed hedge. Um, all right, we haven't done this in a while. Let's do a little. Oh, do you have a review for us? Are you doing one? Uh, I, I guess so. I think I don't really remember the movie I watched, so that's hey, do we not do a, a buzzer good sign. on this. Oh, I got a horn. I got a horn and everything. Horn. All right, <clears throat> all right. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Shorter than the shortest attention span. Shorter than Kevin Durant's commitment to a team. And shorter than a movie trailer. It's Bill Ryder's Super Short Movie Report. Start with Black Adam, star in The Rock, 
DC universe. Uh, terrible dialogue. Doesn't make any sense. Character development that nobody cares about. A death scene where you're kind of laughing because you're like, I don't even know what that guy's name is. But you know what? I dug the action and there was a cool cameo at the end. My son liked it. Sort of. Popcorn tasted good. And it was nice to get out of the house. Black Adam. Not very good, but you'll enjoy it. Rings of Power. It's not a movie, but let's throw it in there because every single one is an hour and a half long. TV show as a prequel to The Lord of the Rings. Utterly outstanding. Yeah, a little geeky. I kind of like the character references, so even though I have to Google them because I don't really know the books or the movie that well. There's a lot of adventure and action. Yes, there's orcs and I don't think there are goblins, but there's some weird things. So just, you know, get ready for your little fantasy sci-fi. It's not sci-fi, fantasy world, but I enjoy it. And so will you. some uh, Red Notice on Netflix. The Rock's in every movie. It also has The Rock. It has Gal Gadot. <laughs> it's got Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it's preposterous. It's silly. It's shiny. It's flashy. It's basically Stuart Ko- Kovacs on a Friday night out on the town. But it's got a cool twist at the end. Incredible performances from each of the characters. Utterly and totally compelling. If you're looking for a fun, mindless, adventure, buddy comedy movie with a twist... This is the one for you. Netflix, making bubblegum for your brain. Speaking of uh, speaking of Netflix, me time. Have you seen the trailer for this? Mark Wahlberg plus Kevin Hart. This movie is so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. What does it say about me that I've never seen the movies you review? I've never even heard of them. It says that you're living a better life than I am. There's a scene with a turtle that's terrible. Like, leave the turtle alone. Basically about a guy who's a stay-at-home dad whose buddy's a playboy. He never does anything for himself. And then he decides, what the hell? I'm going to go party with my friend. And then hilarity and stupidity ensues. Uh, Not great, but I did laugh a lot. So if that's your thing, bad movies that make you laugh rather than bad movies that make you cringe, me time. You're up, Diesel. Let's go. I have no idea the movie that I watched in the last three weeks, so I'm going to try to sell you on my favorite TV show that I'm currently watching, Home Economics. It is a 30-minute sitcom. Yes, sitcoms still do exist. Topher Grace, the star of that 70s show. He is the star of this show. Three siblings who kind of lost touch over the years reconnect. Two brothers and a sister, all at different points in their life, all making different kinds of money. It's funny. You'll love it. It's more of a family show. You'll be into it. What channel is it on? Uh, ABC. You understand I work for CBS. Uh, I do. <laughs> I'm just checking. All right, got it. Yeah, I like the horn. Is Topher Grace the guy that was in um, that 80s movie? Uh, that's all I got for you. I got, uh, I got less than that. One night out, last night out, give me a night. A night to remember, a, a night of love. That's none of it's right. Something Take me home with, tonight. Something Take with me a home night. Tonight. Take me home tonight is what it is. That guy? As I frantically search for that? Topher Grace. From that 70s show? Yep, from that 70s show. He's kind. He's funny. He is funny. Oh. You'll laugh at it. This he is a good in, show. He used to be in movies, though. Now he's in sitcom TV. That's yeah, a wrong direction. Yeah, don't worry about that part. Don't worry about that. It's the wrong direction. It's still good. It's still good. Who else is in it? Would I know anyone? It's called Home Economy? Uh, home Economics. And no, home I don't economics. know any of the other actors. Haven't seen them in anything else. How many seasons are we into this thing? Uh, this is season three. Um, by the way, my wife sent me the uh, 
Wikipedia page for Samuel Taylor Coleridge last night. He is the gentleman who wrote The Rhyme of the Mariner. Is that the poem we were reading on the air? He had a really rough life, man. Here's a little, here's a little hashtag. Hashtag don't be born in the 1700s. Because you can control that. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, uh, by the way, Take Me Home Tonight was Topher okay. Grace. Great, great dumb movie. Have you seen this movie? No, I have not. Watch never heard this of movie it. with your wife. You'll like it. Trailer's excellent. And then do a movie review on, on Take Me Home Tonight. You're the new Topher Grace fan club president, uh, CBS Sports Radio Edition. I can see that you are brimming with, with, with affection, fandom, respect for Topher Grace. A couple other actors in this movie that I know of, Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris, who I believe used to be married. Wasn't that yeah. a thing? Yep, they're not. Uh, the guy that now plays the muggle in the Harry Potter movies nobody's watching, Fantastic Beats and Where Not to Go to the Movie Theater for it, I think is what it's called. There's a lot going on here. There's a There's lot a going lot on. a lot happening. Sports Talk Radio. That's not Sports Talk Radio. That a show? We done? Got Diesel calling out colleagues the whole show. Unbelievable. Uh, thanks to Houston Nutt for being on the show. Thanks to Diesel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Join me in that BetQL chat for Brian Barso. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Portrait. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.